0: This is German coming to you on this Monday night, and uh, I'm going to have David come on and we're going to do some boxing, some NFL, but before I do that, I wanted to kind of reintroduce the pod. I know I haven't recorded in in a few months, but we are going to start recording again, and and one of the things that makes... uh, you know, podcasting or any really, any hobby worthwhile and any, anything that we do. um, Fun is, is doing it constantly. And obviously the, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And everyone is so busy, obviously. And so I've I've been juggling all these things to, you know, at one time, but uh, I'm going to start recording again. I'm going to, um, do this every at least once a week, uh, from football to, to football, the other football, soccer, um, boxing, baseball, basketball, and different other little subjects that, that I have, uh, that, that I have been thinking of and writing and, and all these things. So, uh, I hope you can, you can, uh, listen to this, enjoy it, leave your feedback. And, uh, I just if you're taking the time to listen to it. I, I I just appreciate it. And you can, um, obviously follow the Instagram on on uh, on arrows up, and and you can follow us there. And we'll be posting uh, just different topics, different um, previews of the show, and clips of of the, of the podcast as as we record them. And 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 I'm just excited. I'm excited to start recording again. It's been in the works and. I'll have Harry on uh, hopefully sometime this week to talk about baseball. I know uh, he's he's probably really upset with me since uh, the Dodgers are doing so well. And and uh, we haven't talked much baseball at all uh, on, on here. We haven't talked anything. So uh, we'll have him on. But today we're going to do some boxing. We're going to do some NFL as the NFL came back today. And uh, by the time you hear this, uh, the 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 week one of the NFL would have concluded so whatever we we talk about will be more on the retrospect and right now the the Seahawks and the Broncos are are playing so we'll maybe hit on it maybe um, but just know that this is uh, going on during the game so um, thank you for listening and and here comes David All right, so we are recording this on Monday, September twelfth. David is here with me. It's Canelo week, um, and we'll talk about the Canelo fight. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I love Canelo. Canelo's my guy forever. I'm not really pumped for this fight at all. Uh, but we'll get to it. We'll get to that. But uh, I'm I'm glad you're here with me, David. Good to see you. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. It's been a, a pretty eventful year of boxing, I would say. It hasn't been a great year of boxing. I'm not going to do that. It's been an okay year for boxing. There's been <laughs> some good fights, decent fights. There's been some not-so-good fights. Um if it does feel like we haven't had the big the big names fight in a while. Uh, I know Usyk and Joshua just fought, but that fight didn't feel as big as it should have. Um, Canelo's loss to Bibble feels like it happened like five years ago, and Spence Crawford—they're still teasing us. So let's no uh, news at all. Nothing. Yeah, no, nothing. So let's start with uh, the most exciting division in boxing, and that is uh, the lightweight division that is just jam-packed. It's, it's uh, probably the, heavy, the, the, the the most loaded it's been in quite some time. What are your thoughts? Okay, so let's start here. Well, who, who is the best guy in that division, in your opinion? Haney's mm. is the champion, or or he holds four of the four, he holds the belts, yeah, four of them. Who? But who is the, in your opinion, the best fighter in that division? Gosh,
1: he hasn't fought the best guys. And okay. it's not i
2: mean i mean none of them have fought the best guys obviously that's what we're talking about though. but right um i do not know. for some reason i like tank i really like really
0: Hank.
2: yeah um yeah i don't know and I, I i is he still with mayweather like i remember they were kind of like i think so yeah i think he is yeah that was kind of disappointing i was really looking forward to him kind of Doing his own thing and take I'm take fights he wanted to take, but I don't know. The Roy fight was cool. I was like, "Oh, nice! He got this guy out of the way, so now we can." You know, I just want to see. You know, we've talked about these guys for it seems like what two almost three years, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and they still have yet to fight each other. So it's just like it's annoying. And yeah. there are individuals who... No, let me see their names. Sammy, my brother, he just keeps throwing out, like, like the randomest bums that he yeah. thinks Ryan should fight. And I'm like, do you not know that these three other guys are just waiting raring to go? Like... And I understand that they have other fights going on. Like, Haney's doing the rematch with Cambosos, Yeah. Right? Tank. You know, I don't know what Tank's doing, but they're, they're aiming for December, so it's like, okay, like... I don't know if you saw the fight with um, Rayo Valenzuela last week. I did. Yeah, yeah. And he and he got beat, right? That was the guy that I was thinking, if he kept winning, somebody, you can make a big fight with Ryan. Hmm. And it seems like it's kind of out the window. But when that guy, De Los Santos, when he beat him, immediately my brother and dad were like, oh, that'd be a good fight for Ryan. And I'm like, no, that's a waste of time. I've yeah. already seen him fight Emmanuel Togo, Fortuna wasn't a person of fortuna I'm like you should have done that so it's like I don't can I get Jojo at least like can I get like someone like <laughs> Jojo you know Julia. so yeah cruise I don't like you couldn't even make cruise happen so it's like I I don't know but I don't know and, and the thing is that all these criticisms I'm giving to Ryan you could just as easily give some of them to Tank cuz it's like he's not fighting the grace of opponents either but, but I don't know for some reason Tank um, some people always were like I guess they always doubt him and his boxing abilities and he always seems to find a way to stop guys and I'm like oh, okay so
0: I think that Tank gets a, a bigger pass than Ryan Garcia because he doesn't say a lot Because, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I would argue that Brian Garcia is at least willing to, I mean, at least in his mind, willing to fight anybody. Where I feel like Javante Davis is just okay with being fed bums and cashing easy checks under Mayweather. And I don't think that gets criticized enough. Because if we're going to come at Ryan for, for just all the idiotic things he's done and said, and we're going to come at him for not being, uh, not challenging himself enough and, and his work ethic and all of those things, which are very valid. And you and I have done that on this podcast. We need to start doing that to Gervonta Davis, who is okay with just being under in the Mayweather uh, Witness Protection Program. (laughs) And I I think that as I, I like Gervonta Davis. He's he's. I mean, he's a really good fighter. He has a lot of power and all that. But as I think of this list, and and. You know, you text me that, that you wanted to talk about the lightweights. I, I was like, man, like I guess the the fun answer to say who the best guy here is Javante Davis because the potential, the power, all of it. I think the best guy is Ryan Garcia. Oh what?
1: I I
0: <laughs> I looked at this list and I I think and this is, obviously, the question is, who is the best? all things equal? All these guys, like if, if we were in a, an ideal world where all these guys would fight each other at the top of the, at, the at, at reaching their potential, I think Ryan, with his length, with his power, with his speed, I think he beats all these guys.. <laughs> Really, I do think that. I think just, I think Ryan is the most gifted out of all of these guys. Devin Haney is good, but Devin Haney has no power. Cambosos, I think, is you know solid all around, but I mean, you he you need to be special to, yeah, to fight at the at the top. Lomachenko, I think, has has lost uh, a step. A step. And and I mean he's I just don't think peak for peak he, he would be able to hang with, you know, Ryan or even um Haney uh, at this point or even Gervonta. I think Gervonta Davis would give him a, a really tough fight. I think Gervonta is too small. For Ryan. For Ryan, yeah. Um, the one name that is interesting out of all these names, and i think if if he wasn't dealing with all the stuff he's dealing, and obviously he i you know I think he moved up in weight was Delfimo Lopez. I think if Delfimo was still in the in that division and he was focused, I think he would probably be my pick but i he, looking at who's in the lightweight division at I think the best guy is Ryan and I'm not a Ryan guy it's not like I'm switching up it's not like I'm joining team Ryan Garcia I'm just looking at this from just I like boxing I watch boxing and there isn't like a special generational fighter among all these guys but the best guy I think in this list I think it's Ryan Garcia now will he become that I don't know but I think he's the best guy. Wow! I just, I just think he has.
2: Yeah, I I, I hear you. He, he's he's got on um, on paper. He's got the like the intangibles. Yeah, and if things were to go the right way, the most upside, right? Yeah. So being in that division, fighting shorter guys, having the reach on them.
0: Um, no, yeah, like, yeah. If, like if someone in four years says, hey, so four years from now, Ryan Garcia is the king. He cleared cleared out the lightweights, he moved up and he clear. it would like it. it would be one of those like oh, that's nuts, but it wouldn't be like, oh, no, there's no way. It's not
2: outlandish.
0: Yeah. It'd be yeah. like, okay, well, I guess he put it together. Okay. I can. Yeah. But Devin Haney, I just think like you don't have any power. You're going to eventually run into a guy that you can't keep off of you. Like if Combosus had more pop, I think Combos could beat Devin Haney. I think Delfimo Lopez would, would beat Devin Haney because he, he just doesn't have the power to keep you off.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: See, but the thing with the ride, and this is the pushback, it's okay. like,
1: I also wouldn't be
2: surprised if in five years, He's someone tells me he, like, <laughs> retired early, and his yeah. not boxing. going to be like, oh, that, that sounds about right. You know? <laughs> like, if I see a movie, and Ryan Garcia's, like, a cameo in it, yeah. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. You know, like, yeah, you know, he looks the part.
0: Yeah. So it's
2: kind of it, it's, it's weird, because it's like...
0: He is, he does fit both extremes.
2: Yeah. 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 I agree. And a lot of things got to be lined up in either direction,
0: you know. So like, you
2: know, like one thing, like you said, like his focus, his work ethic,
1: mm-hmm. that
2: has to go the right way. Maybe get, I don't know, maybe getting a better trainer because even in that and that uh, fortuna fight, I'm like, still looks kind of, you know, bad feet, not moving his head, and I'm like, sure, I mean, like, I, you know, my my buddy was like dude he knocked him out a couple of times and I'm like yeah but I like I expect him to do that like look at look at but him, he was that. also
0: like, very oh. sloppy very yeah. sloppy. in that fight yeah like he kept letting him he's kept he was him leaving just, himself like, exposed like, yeah yeah
2: yeah and see that's the thing and we talked about this with the whole like the Joe Goosen thing, where he's not that kind of trainer to just like tell you things that you're not doing right. I guess.
1: Yeah. As
2: far as the fundamentals, but.
1: Right. Uh,
2: I guess I and also I I just get really sick of like uh. My buddy will send me like any and all rumors, like if there's any kind of tweet sent out between the between <laughs> like Ryan and. And, and he'll send me it, and I'm like, yeah. bro, I don't care. I'm like, just tell me when they're in the ring, like literally, just
0: wake me up when they announce a date. Send me the official Golden Boy tweet that this. Yeah, time. Like, yeah.
2: like 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 call me Khabib. Like send location, send time. I'm like, you know, that's <laughs> that's Khabib. when I'll pay attention. <laughs> but all this like you know the Twitter finger stuff and all that, I'm like, that, that, you know,
1: yeah,
0: you know. Yeah. So, but yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it's such a it's such a interesting list because there's a lot of hype, but there isn't a lot of substance in this list. Yeah. And I think that, you know, like uh, Lomachenko's fighting in October. Uh, Jojo, to me, Jojo is like Virgil Ortiz. He's he's A nice decent fighter but i mean Mm. he's very limited um i'm okay with never watching another jojo fight (laughs) like i'll watch it but (laughs) i i just you know like i don't watch him thinking like oh this guy could be a world champion yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it's and it's what i think about virgil ortiz like people get really excited for virgil i was talking to sammy or texting with sammy a few weeks ago and he was like oh what about virgil and i was like i mean i guess like yeah i mean he's a good contender but i mean I, I, do we really think virgil's is that special like i i think it's the reason why he could never get the crawford fight because it's okay. Well, you'll fight him, and you'll just be another guy that he runs through. Like I, I don't, I don't know. And it, to me, JoJo is in that class. JoJo is in the class of these golden boy fighters that are okay. They're they're fine when they're facing mediocre talent, but once you're getting in there with the top, they're they just don't have the skills. They have the heart. JoJo has a lot of heart just don't have the skills to to compete at the top yeah and so that's why i mean jojo would be a nice tune-up fight for ryan i would like to see that because that'd be a you know he's going in there with another tactical guy and i think that's the how you beat ryan you beat ryan by by uh being smart not by being more physically yeah. gifted than him because i don't think I think it's going to be really hard to find a guy who's more physically gifted than than Ryan. But I think if you can find a guy that's smarter than him, like younger Lomachenko, I think beats Ryan Garcia. Because he just traps him and will set up traps for him.
1: Mm -hmm. You don't think a Haney would be able to do that? Even without the power, but just... Like the, the
2: skill wise,
0: I just think it's really hard to, to to win a fight on points when you don't have power. When you're not able to keep the guy off of you, I think it's really hard to win a fight. And I and you saw this with with uh, Canelo and Bivol. Mm-hmm. People watched that fight, or people watched that fight and thought Canelo won two rounds. And the reality is it, it was 7-5. But people saw that fight, and because Canelo didn't have the power to keep Bivou off of him, it just looked a lot worse. So if you're right. going to win on points, you're going to have to make the guy look crazy. Like You're going to have to like do a Mayweather impressionation, pretty much. And yeah. I don't, and Devin Haney is, doesn't have that skill to do that. He could do that maybe to set a low, a lesser fighter, but a guy like Ryan, I don't think he could make Ryan miss enough. Where we look at that fight and say, "Man, Ryan looked like he was punch, he was punching air, punching air, yeah,
2: fighting by himself, yeah."
0: And so I, I just don't think Devin Haney has that skill to do that
2: hmm.
0: at that level against that guy.
2: Right. Right. Right.
0: And I think that's where the power is would have to come into effect. Unless he were to all of a sudden get super like fast. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Find some dynamite in his gloves. Yeah. <laughs> well, one can hope. At least I will, you know. I'm gonna no. go down swinging because my brother's like, <laughs> when he like, when he becomes chap, i like, when he becomes champ, I still won't like him. That's how it go. <laughs>
0: I mean it yeah, probably he's, is he's, easier uh, for me because I don't have a I don't have a Garcia fan guy like just yelling at me. So yeah it's probably yeah, easier for me to have this stance.
2: It's bad, man. Again he was like, Oh, those Santos should fight Garcia, and then he was like, Abner Abnormare should fight him and get that last payday. I'm like, no one wants to watch Abner Abnormarez fight Garcia. Like, oh that, my god. He's like, yeah. He's like thirty six. He didn't even look that great against the guy he fought last week. No, and that no, guy was like that guy was kinda you know, the guy at heart, but and it was a draw. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah. So, yeah. A yeah. few years ago, they were they were exchanging words. I they think were. before Abner had a guy thing. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That'd be cool. So I think Abner was still like, what, what 33, 32, 33, something like yeah. that.
0: One. He still had some juice left.
2: Yeah, but that long of a layoff, he looked tired in that last fight. Like, yeah. So I was like, "Sammy, let's 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 chill out. Let's find some, <laughs> you know, some guys that are alive to fight. To fight your boy. He's 24 now, too, man.
0: Yeah, he he 24. sent me a text and was like, and he mentioned one of those guys that you that you just mentioned. And I'm just like, no, it's time for him to to fight the big names. Like yeah. enough of this feeding him these these guys that are easy wins. Like it's time. It's time that he spend time. He, yeah, yeah, exactly. So." Uh I think we're in lockstep. I just think this when you look at the lightweight I think it's it's really a crapshoot because you can make a case for all these guys. Yeah. But you could also make a case. you could also poke holes in all of them. Like yeah. all of them are have have extreme flaws that you can point yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And and, I, and maybe gorgeous. and maybe that's what makes this division so much fun. 100% Because there isn't the guy that you're like, this guy is a super-duper star no matter what, he's going to make it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, I'm just
2: hypothetical here.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Let's say Shakur comes up to 135. Because you're talking about Shakur being like a generational talent. Yeah, can he is it? Does he still look like that clear cut of a standout with those guys, or is the size a little too much? What because did Shakur has he always fought at one thirty? Did he do one twenty six and one thirty?
0: I think he's always been at one thirty.
2: That could spell trouble for some of those for the the lightweight four kings or four horsemen, if you will, you know. That'd be
0: nice. Yeah. Um.
2: Because there's see, no I, one at 130 that challenges Shakur, right?
1: I mean, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. I think Shakur is is the. He is the special fighter. Yeah. He is generational fighter. Mm-hmm. And he's five eight, so it you know he that's like Canelo size. Not, I don't think he has the build to go, but I think he could go maybe 154. Yeah. So I mean, I think there's still a lot of room for him to grow into his body, but um, I think he's different. He started at 126. Okay. He started at 126. But I think he's. I didn't know he was trying. Yeah. So I mean, he he is. uh, Yeah.
2: The 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 frame is there to move up if you want to. You know, uh, assuming he. He fills
0: out, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he—I mean—he'd be a different animal. I, I don't. None of those guys would be able to to hang with him. Yeah, but I think he yeah. could go in there and clean house. <laughs> nice. Let me see. Um, who's the worst guy? That's the. Who's the who's the most overrated?
2: I'm going to say just because he has all the belts, but it sounds like people don't take Haney as seriously because of the lack of power and firepower Yeah, and because he has all the belts. So having the belts kind of paints him a certain way Mm -hmm. because we think, oh, undisputed or, you know, all the belts. And it's like, you think of like this guy, but it's a very interesting situation since the film got the belts from Lomachenko and it wasn't really that spectacular of a fashion. Right, And then Camposos takes those belts. And so it's like, it's it's a weird transfer of belts. You know what I mean? They yeah. haven't just had to fight the one guy. And I don't think anybody really expected the one guy, Camposos, to put up a great fight and upset another, mm-hmm. another guy like this. So by default, I would say Hayne just because of that. Because he's in that position and he's not that exciting yeah, lack
0: of fire. for me, it's Cambosos. because I think he, I think if he fights Del Fimo ten times, Del Fimo wins like seven, mm. and I think he, if he loses to Del Fimo, we're not even talking about him. he, yeah, I think he's, he's much, he's in the, in the JoJo camp for me. He just so happened to have a really good night. And He's like Ruiz. He's like Ruiz to he, Yeah, 100%. 100%, yeah. 100%. Where they have one good night and they are forever going to be, as long as they're fighting, they're going to be a draw and they're going to be able to get fighters in the ring because they had that one magical night. And I'll, you know, shout out to them for, doing, for for that. But I think it's one of those things that um he he's i mean he he's not he's not that good it are comparing him to the top guys he's just clearly not yeah. at their level yeah clearly
1: ah. <laughs> <laughs> um let's do
0: let's do you sick versus uh Joshua.
2: ah yes
0: um I went in hard with my guy, Joshua. I thought he was going to be different. I thought he was going to, the change of trainer was going to, was going to help him out. And he was going to become he was going to come in focused with a game plan. And, and instead he came out, he ended up sounding like, like a drunk uncle at a party. like,
2: that was weird. That was very weird.
0: Very weird. But before yeah. we, we get into the, the, the weirdness of Joshua's post-fight <laughs> context, um, is Usyk legit at heavyweight? Or is Joshua flawed? Because this is a question that I keep thinking and our respect to Usyk. He has a lot of heart. He's very skilled, but it does make me think: is is Yousik a a creation of how weak
1: the, the heavyweight division, division is? is? Yeah.
0: Or is this guy a real legitimate superstar that he's able to conquer this division because? I, I just don't understand how he was able to do that to Joshua. And it's not Joshua specific. I just think it's it's it speaks to the heavyweight division. It speaks to, to the heavyweight division right now for the exception of Fury. But everybody else pretty much has one good thing they do, and that's it. And if they're not able to do that one good thing, then they look awful. And Joshua has, you know, he, he uses his athleticism, but if he's not able to use his big athleticism, he kind of becomes useless in the ring. Wilder, obviously, with his power, Andy Ries with his fast hands, like, and, and, and on and on. Is Usyk a real heavyweight? Not in, not in body, because obviously... He, he's not yeah yeah but talent wise
1: i, I
2: hate to give this answer because it's kind of not a straight answer but yeah it could be a little bit of everything yeah because which is fair right so on the one hand the the only guy I have we've seen him fight besides joshua is um was it Chisora? Derek Chisora. Mm-hmm. Who was the other guy that he fought? So the the sample size is too small to draw like conclusive data. It's like he just hasn't fought that many guys yet. And then of the of the two guys that he has fought, one of them was champ, and he beat him twice. Yeah. So now we're thinking, is is he this guy? Like you know? And it's like, I, I would. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him fight against some other guys, but it seems like he just wants to fight Fury. Which is fair because they're they're older, right? I mean they're right. both in their thirties, you know so but um I don't know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's legit because I, okay. I feel like at some point, you would think that someone other than Andy Ruiz would have made Joshua look that way, but I mean no one's but they've been fighting for years and no one's been able to do that. so it's like hmm. it's kind of the only answer we have yeah you know i don't know i will say this because when like when i was watching that fight when i saw that he got robert garcia to be his trainer i was like oh that could spell trouble for Usyk because mm-hmm. robert's the, the kind of guy that can help a fighter harness his aggression you know like yeah. the, the the quote-unquote mexican style so to speak
1: mm-hmm. and so
2: i'm thinking joshua you know he can box and so if he just lets his hands go and can do it intelligently like a lot of these mexican fighters have in the past yeah i was like and that ninth round when he was letting his hands go i was like if you have three or four more rounds like this you're getting a decision bro but we just got that one round and I, I don't know. As soon as he started boxing, when Joshua came out boxing and bending his legs more, I was like, "No, I want to see you just like take take that risk, take that shot." Yeah. And <laughs> and I was like, "What are you doing? Why are you trying to box mm, this guy?" Oh like Oh
0: my god! Yeah, like
2: you're six six. Like what you know? So, but yeah, but that night then I was like, "This is what I wanted to see. I wanted to see like you just kind of." Maybe throwing some unorthodox punches from weird angles that can maybe mm-hmm. just club him upside the head, and I'm like, that that should have been the game plan, you know? But yeah, I don't know. And then Usyk just like adjusting the next round. He was just like pumping and weaving, and I was like, oh, there there it goes. There, and I was like, ah. but for when like in the ninth, when he was hitting Usyk with some body shots, I was like it could get dropped. I was like, "What's like he could
1: do it?" Yeah.
2: So, yeah i I thought he would have fought more differently than he did going into it. Based on based on Robert and like the the tools that Joshua has, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna do that." You know, when he fights, kind of kind of dirty and throws like heavy punches and lets his hands go but I don't know do you think because he's been knocked out by someone like Reese that he's not as willing to let his hands go anymore
0: you know I I don't know I I think that it's weird to say that to think not to say it's weird to think that the loss to Andy Reese damaged him this much but if you you know if you go back after he lost to Ruiz, the second you know the rematch versus uh, Ruiz, he he won the fight, but it was not convincing. It was safe. It was safe. He it just, was you know, like you you left the fight thinking like, yeah, you won, but I mean,
2: did you really beat him? Like yeah, like, like you this like guy beat him. You know,
0: this guy like knocked you out. This guy embarrassed you, and you kind of just came in and tapped him on the head because this this guy lost his mind and came in fatter and, and that, yeah, came in 15 this, pounds heavier. Yeah, so yeah, you came in and you kind of just walked your way into a title. I wish we would have seen a third one. I wish we would have gotten in the, just a rubber match with that one, but then he, you know, he, the Usyk, the two Usyk fights. I guess it did damage him because in both of the the Yusik fights, I if somebody was would have recorded me, they would have heard me yell, "Throw, let go, let your hands yeah. go." Yeah,
2: man, a little more and, productivity, a little more output. Yeah.
0: It just, and I don't know if he's in the phase of his career where he's thinking. Post boxing, I remember De La Hoya went through that when he wasn't trying to get his face messed up, and yeah. he was thinking of you know post fight money and stuff like that. And I remember when he when he threw in the towers as Pacquiao, and it was very clear like Mayweather wanted to fight but he didn't want to go to war again like he didn't want to do that um Mm -hmm. so i guess so but it just it's so weird that a guy with that gift of boxing with that body just doesn't have i i don't like to say this about fighters because i think fighting combat sports is it's tough. And I think it's, it's such a, it's so different to to get on inside a ring or an octagon than it is to get on a box in a, in a baseball field, basketball, football. It's so different. You're, you're, you're putting your life on the line. Literally like one bad Mm -hmm. moment can alter the, your life. Football is kind of like that, but you know, not to the full extent. And, A lot of the reason why these guys are successful in in fighting is because they had no other choice. It was this or nothing else. It's rare the guy who comes from from money that's able to to have a fire in his belly to be successful. So I don't like to say this a lot about fighters. I do think Andy Ruiz took his heart. Because the Joshua that fought um Klitschko.
1: Klitschko, man.
0: Who got knocked down, but he just dug deep. I'm gonna win this. This is for me. This is for glory. That Joshua doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Because Joshua against Klitschko, Joshua gave Klitschko everything he had. And Klitschko fought back and almost won that fight. And if and if he doesn't show any heart. If if Joshua had no heart, he loses the fight. But he showed his heart. He showed his guts. It's like he took out his nuts and put them on the table and said, I am here. Yeah. And he hasn't done that. And I think Reese probably took the heart because he hasn't shown that. And, and his post-fight antics kind of display that. And obviously, you know, we should do some, you know, praising of Usyk because Usyk was amazing in the in the first fight. He was amazing in the second fight, in the 10th round. He came back and he kind of just like came at him and hit him with everything and attacked. And, yeah. And it was amazing. Just it was a masterful response from Usyk in the 10th. So I don't want to take anything away from him because that day I was like, you know what, Usyk is... This guy's so legit. Did it, man. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of respect for him. I do think Fury would would just lean on him for twelve rounds and like tire him to death, but that's just a uh, a biological advantage that Fury has. Yeah. But when it comes to Joshua, it's it just he doesn't have it anymore. He doesn't have the heart. He has the skill. Uh, has The body he when, just doesn't have.
2: Yeah. When he fought Klitschko, was that for the title or a defense? That
1: yeah. Was it the title. for
2: the title? Yeah. And, man, hey, straight up, Joshua had that Rocky Three moment, and he didn't come back like he from it. it. Like he just, like he he was on top and lost to another guy, and then it's just like he just didn't have that. I'm go ahead and say it: the eye, the tiger anymore, because it's like. I remember that Klitschko fight, and I remember seeing like the no- both knockdowns, and I was like, "Dude, heavyweight boxing is back." These guys are like trying to kill each other, and <laughs> except for that <laughs> ninth run, that second fight, I'm like, "I don't even think Joshua's really trying to hurt him. He's just trying to like, i like to box with him, to hang with him, and it's like that's not gonna work that way, man. It's like you know, you're like you, you've been blessed with some real attributes, and yeah. like,
1: what like." So,
0: yeah Now Why is it that his Post interview stuff is so weird Because His whole thing with Ruiz was weird It's his night And he just was kind of like, you know Shout out to him And people were like Oh, you know, that was very classy of him And I was just like, I mean, maybe, yeah, like but it was also very, like, that's in retrospect. This is, I, I saw the end of the of the Usyk fight, the post fight. And I was about to turn it off. I'm not going to lie to you. I turned it off. I didn't watch the the, po- the post game. Second one? I didn't. Because oh. I got up and, it, like, there was food ready. So I'm like, oh, I finished. Because, you know, the fight was, like, at noon or something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, middle of the day, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm going to go eat now. This guy lost. I'm going to go eat. Yeah. And I took Twitter and it's just like everyone's like oh well, like this guy's drunk is like, he bro, drunk what is he what's he doing yeah. and I'm like wait what happened? So I logged back onto the app, I rewind it, and I see it. And it just made me think like man like I, in the moment I didn't think he was being classy when he was when he kept saying like, oh it's Reese's night. I, I I just thought it was weird. I thought it was a weird Admission from a fighter to just Allow it from a champion forget a fighter From a champion To do that to say that to to Yeah and I wasn't expecting Him to get up there like Pacquiao against Mayweather and say I won the fight But at least to be like hey you know what I suck tonight I need to come back and I'm gonna I'm gonna I want my rematch and I'm gonna Show everybody what I'm about there was None of that Yeah and then he Beats Go ahead go ahead he beats Reese. And it was another weird one. He's shouting out all his boys. We're going to go to the club. And I was just like, dude, you didn't do anything impressive tonight for you to feel like the king is back. Like, yeah. But what were you going to say? Well, so the, when uh, when he lost to Ruiz.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When well, you said he was saying, oh, this is Andy's night it it kind of felt like he he understood the gravity of it being that big of an upset and i think he i think he he knew not that he knew but i think he had an idea that if he had just outboxed the guy that he would have won the fight and so I, it kind of felt like he wanted to rush through Andy's moment like yeah yeah he won like it's his night let's give him his flowers and then, I know I can beat him in a rematch. Like it felt like he didn't actually, you know, like when when some guys lose a fight and they're like, hey "Man, hats off to the better man. He beat me," you know. But it was just kind of like, like Billy oh, yeah, Joe yeah, versus yeah. Canelo. Yeah, and it was just like, you know, all right, let's get onto the rematch. And then, and then he was all like, like you said, super boastful after that fight, and he was like oh it was so nice i had to do it twice and it's like damn bro like you just kind (laughs) of did
1: did you see how
2: big he looked like i like you could have thrown me in there with it you know it would have been a good fight you know but so it's like and then after the the this the second fight it looked like he went through like several stages of different emotions like there was some anger in there there was some denial there was some like like, I don't know if it was his dad, but he like, he kind of like flicked away a guy's hands and he was like getting out of the ring and then he was going to walk out and then he like, yeah, that's, out that's true. Me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then he got
2: back in the ring and he yeah. was like, oh, give me that Ukrainian flag. And he was like, shout out to Usyk. And I'm like, you just stormed out of the ring a few minutes ago. Like, where was all this love for Usyk? Like, and then like he just took away the mic and he was like. He said something about Sonny Liston and Mike Tyson. He's like, yeah, I'm not that kind of fight. And it's like, can we just let the professionals handle the interviews? It's like, I didn't want this, like, it's not like you want a talk show, bro. Maybe that's why you watch it so well. It was like, you just like, it was super, like, I was also on Twitter too. Because I I was, (laughs) once I saw him walk out, I thought, oh, he's not going to do an interview. You know, he's hurt. And then on Twitter, they were like, bro, someone take the mic from Joshua. And I was like, well, I got to watch this. And even Lomachenko was trying to like congratulate. Him. Hey man, you fought a good fight. And he was like, Nah, like he was. And I'm like, it... I don't. Do you think he just doesn't? I mean, okay, because he he was an Olymp- Olympian too, right? Yeah. I'm assuming he did well as an Olympian. Yeah. Is it safe to say, some of these guys just don't know how to lose. Like, even Wilder was a little weird after he lost. Very weird after he lost to Fury that first time making ridiculous accusations about his own trainers. like You know what I mean? It's like some of these guys just don't really know how to handle a loss because the O is so coveted.
0: See, but the Wilder stuff makes more sense. I, I think he was ridiculous, but his anger is fitting. Because Wilder, you know, when you're a fighter and you lose at that level, you're trying to blame everyone. Yeah, you're trying, to, you're trying to find a reason to as to why this happened to you, especially at the heavyweight division. Um, I think I think it's just a lack of of just competitive like fire. Because there is a there is a difference between you pay your respects. This guy was better today. Canelo did this. Canelo lost to Mayweather. And Canelo was like he was better. He was better than me. I will bounce back. I will be better. And in that, he gave Mayweather his his props, but he, he kept it moving. We're going to keep this moving. And whenever a guy starts to talk way too much, whether giving too many excuses, too many reasons, that's when I begin to get worried because now... You're, it's so, you know, boxing is about just the heart. And it's, and it, a lot of it is the heart. A lot of it is, are you willing to endure the training camp, the 12 rounds, all the the madness that comes with fighting? Are you willing to endure it? And if you're willing to endure it, you're going to be very successful. You just start. It's why we're so critical of Ryan Garcia. He's not willing and he's not able so far to endure all the mental stuff that goes with it. But to me, it just seems like there is a brokenness in the heart, in the fire, in the competitiveness of of Joshua because it was weird. It was such a weird thing because it, it was almost like he was trying to get everybody to still like him. Cause he does the Ukraine thing. He does the, like, this guy's amazing and he's a champion and he's one of the greatest. And, and it's almost like, Hey, don't forget about me. Please still like me. And it's like, yeah. dude, like what are you doing? Like you're Anthony Joshua. If you tell Eddie Hearn tomorrow, Hey, I want to fight. You know how many heavyweights are lining up to fight you? Everyone. Because you are still the cash cow. And you know what happened a few weeks ago? Or a few days. Yeah, like a week ago. Tyson Fury. Who does he call out? Who does he want to fight? He doesn't want to fight you, He wants to fight Joshua. Because that's where the money's at. That to me, it was such a weird thing to do. Because it's like, dude, like, you're Anthony Joshua. Do you not understand that? Do you not know who you are? Like this is what I would expect from a Billy Joe Saunders. This is what I would expect from from Andy Andy Ruiz. This is what I would expect from these guys that need these wins to stay relevant. Yeah, and it was just it, it's it, it was it's so weird. And and maybe it is. Maybe it is a this like thing that it's so hard for them to lose. Maybe I don't know but Mm -hmm. i just think it's more of a to me it felt more of a guy trying to hey come on you still you're still gonna like me right you still you still think i'm cool right like look look what i'm saying about about you said look i have the flag look i'm on the right side of all these things i was just like dude get the hell out of the way like this is not this is not about you and that's what i felt he did to Ruiz the first time too yeah that i just like dude like this is historic Ruiz did and yeah give him your problem but for you like he was just so weird he was like leaning on the ropes and he was like oh it's just not like like we're like you're at a bar like what the hell are you doing bro like what (laughs) it was just I don't know I've done a complete 180 on Joshua (laughs) maybe it's not fair but but I just I just don't I I just don't understand joshua and i've no i've
2: noticed, the, I noticed it when i um uh, uh i i watched a podcast
1: mm-hmm. it was a
2: joe rogan podcast with some other some comedians and they were talking about boxing yeah and uh, they brought up the heavyweights and um they were hitting on joshua yeah they were just like and and, and some of the things we we're saying were like yo like obviously he looks the part he, he looks like an apollo creed like he looks like a monster but um Oh, we just don't feel like he has that, you know, like that heart, that competitive edge, and, and I, I think he gets a lot of uh, the media gives like hates on him a lot because of those things because he looks the part, but he doesn't yeah. always necessarily play that part, right? And I think it really bothers him because I know um, Eddie Hearn said like a lot of really nice things about Joshua in the press conference where he was like. I just want Joshua to be happy. Like he's mm. like he's he's fought everybody we've put up against him, like he's sold out stadiums, he's done what we've asked of him for the promotion. And yeah, he lost, but it's like he's basically saying like I just want him to be like okay with himself. Like basically saying like it's like do we still like you? Like if you if you walk around the UK, <laughs> people are still gonna come up and ask you for pictures, bro. Yes,
1: you know what I mean? Yes. And I
2: think he's that he doesn't feel that way. I, did you know that? Um, like Lennox Lewis has been like super hard on him and like kind of I hating did. on each other.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. That's
2: gotta. That's gotta hurt, man. Could you imagine if Chavez was walking around saying terrible things about Canelo? Granted, I don't know if Canelo would feel that way about it, but now, it's like,
0: remember I though. That way. I know, but remember though, Canelo had to earn Chavez's respect. Oh,
2: of course, of course, like, but I. I Chavez I like never Joshua said
0: josh chavez never said anything as crazy as what L- Lewis, like lennox has said but yeah. chavez used to throw little digs at canelo
2: yeah yeah of course but what i'm saying is, is canelo is that kind of guy up here where he's like i'm gonna do that then i'm gonna i'm gonna work my ass off and and joshua isn't isn't there he's not of that he's mind not... well. well even so even picking
0: him. yeah Well, even picking Garcia as this trainer, Robert Garcia, I love Robert Garcia. Robert Garcia, to me, you know, I've praised his name here. I I said that that's where Ryan Garcia should go, to Robert Garcia. But I thought, I did think it was weird that he brought in Robert Garcia when I'm like, dude, you live in the UK. Like, uh, you're going to be here in Oxnard training? No, you're not. (laughs) And even in the fight, like, you, you saw that it was, a two-trainer, yeah, a two-trainer two like thing, and it's like, well, why are you bringing in Robert Garcia if he's not going to be the guy manning your corner?
2: Yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen. You know? Yeah,
0: it, it just it was just so weird the the just the, the whole thing. And um Usyk obviously is the big winner and all of that, but I just I wish you would watch that that press conference that you just mentioned of Eddie Hearn because I didn't I didn't I didn't know that Eddie Hearn said all that, but it it just it was just so, it's so weird. It's such a weird thing for him to, to, to fall into. Yeah. Do
2: you think it, it also like um I don't know if it bothers him, but okay, to, to touch on another little topic, real quick, a little segue, but you know how Canelo said like I don't want to fight other Mexicans at this point, and at this point in time, there's no one in his weight class. Or at least close by. Let let's let's just stay at 168 for a second. There's no other Mexican that really rivals Canelo. Yeah. Right. So there is no guy. Right. right. Unless I mean, unless you consider Benavidez Mexican, but I mean, he was born here. He's like he's like half Ecuadorian. I don't really consider him to be like a true Mexican fighter. No. Do you think it bothers Joshua, or at least kind of lingers in the back of his mind that another of his countrymen, like Fury, exists and is like in that space? Like, do you think? that feeds into the whole like oh people aren't gonna like me it's like if i do start losing a bunch there's another uk fighter that's just gonna be like i'm the man like do, do you know what i mean like am i making any sense like do yeah you think yeah. that
0: plays into it a little bit maybe you know but I, I think that the but i think i do think it's one of those um Interesting things about the British fighters mm-hmm. because boxing is huge there. It is huge, but the money is on this side of the of the pond. Mm-hmm. That there isn't like Lennox Lewis didn't rep Britain like that. You know, like like he. The, he works for them, but it, it's not like he was like draped in the British flag and and yeah. all that. Joshua doesn't do that. Um Fury doesn't do that. Fury, remember he he fought a few a few years ago and he came out with the with the with the American flag on his shorts and all that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's weird. If, if that's the, one of the things, it's it's a weird thing because. Fury wouldn't be the guy that I would look at as like oh my countrymen prefer him because Fury is Fury will 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 do anything just to sell tickets yeah so I think it's more so I don't think I don't even think it has anything to do with Lennox Lewis either I just think it's more of a something within the the Ruiz fight, and after that broke him, where the security that he felt within himself as a fighter was kind of stripped because he was no longer Anthony Joshua, the the guy who's chiseled like a Greek god. He was just now regular old Anthony Joshua. And I do think there is a level of Of invincibility that gets removed from some of these guys when they lose. That, you know, we're going to talk about the Canelo fight, but that's one thing I am worried about with Canelo. Moving forward, do you mean like eventually down the line? Like, yeah, I don't. Not for this fight specifically, but just yeah.
2: No, I I know what you mean. Yeah, because the like, he's he's been pretty dominant like I'm, like even just today you're looking at his last couple fights and it's like I think the only guy that wasn't a champion that he fought was like
0: Yildirim and the rest mm-hmm. are all champions like and he was uh, it was a mandatory he had to fight him
2: yeah so it's like no. he's he's been at it for so long and it's like I know we talk about our predictions for his career and it's like Canales is five more years but it's like is what if he fights someone in a year or two and he happens to lose a fight in a bad fashion and then he's like, Maybe I just want to show and play golf. And it's like that could be a thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So I, I yeah, so I think with Joshua, I think it's 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 uh it's sad to see because he, he's such a he he had he has everything. He has everything that you would want from heavyweight that if he was at the peak, if he stayed at like focused, determined, confident, all of it, him and Fury would be like the fight of fights. Like these gigantic men in the ring just going to... Yeah, Yeah. it just... just, There would be nothing better than that. I would pay like a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars, but I would pay like a million dollars to watch that fight. Because it just... that. Would be such an amazing event if that were to to take place, and now we're kind of stripped of that because of just everything that's gone on with with uh, with him. Yeah. Okay, so you
2: tweeted after the fight,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you're like, "Bro, Joshua, you should retire."
0: Yeah.
2: Do you still feel that way, or would you not mind seeing him fight a couple more guys?
0: I think he should retire. Because if if you're fighting just to cash checks or just to stay relevant, you're gonna get hurt.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's why I think he should retire. And maybe not forever, but just retire, refocused, get your mind right, get confidence remind yourself that you're that guy get a mirror and like just read your over your your stat line like hey yeah you're six foot six dude like you are like a massive man um but this joshua if he gets in the ring with anybody i think he gets hurt because what i don't want to see is him finding a bunch of bums he knocks them out and he begins to think, oh, look at me. I'm the big man in town. And then he gets in a ring with Wilder, Fury, Reese again, Usyk, even uh, King Kong. He gets in a ring with any of these guys. And there's one inconvenience, and it's his entire mental makeup crumbles. So for his own health, I think he should retire.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Because I, I just think he's going to get hurt. Yeah. He's going to get hurt at this. And it's, you know, I, I I think that's that's the advice that his corner should give him, too. Because there's no way you look at the end of that fight. his resp- Like, he has a ninth round. And then after that, he just... Usyk comes at him, and he just doesn't respond. Yeah. even Like, I remember the Canelo-Koto fight. That fight... I remember that fight so much, and I, I think I always reference it, but it, it was such a clear... Cotto was older. He was a champion, but he was older. And Cotto didn't necessarily want to get in the fight, but he would rather fight Canelo than Golovkin at the time because Golovkin was, you know, we still thought he was the boogeyman. Yeah. And I remember throughout that fight, Freddie Roach, the game plan was do not exchange with Canelo. Do not exchange with Canelo. And one of the things that Cotto is known for is that if you get him pissed, he's gonna engage. Mm-hmm. And I remember portions in that fight where Canelo would hit him; he would land something, and you could just see that Cotto just wanted to, like, just let's go, let's go at it. And he yeah, would, yeah. He you, would come you. out, and then wow. he would get hit. He'd be like, "Wait, no, no, I got, I got to chill, or else I'm gonna, I'm gonna get knocked out." there is none of that with joshua none of that joshua has had one good round yusei comes back bullies him and he just has no response and that right there just just told me everything i needed to know about his mental makeup like dude you're this is for redemption this is for everything this is to save your career because if joshua fights again and he fights and he wins some fights we're all going to say, okay, cool, but you lost to Usyk twice. And you beat, and you lost to Ruiz, and you beat him once, but it wasn't that impressive. So whatever, yeah, beat up all these British bumps. Who cares? And if, because, it, and it goes with Canelo. If Canelo loses on Saturday, everything gets, you know, talked about different.
2: Oh, the haters will be out of droves. Oh, well,
0: because you would man. be like, wow, Canelo, you you fought Golovkin three times. We can make an argument. You lost all three. You lost the last one for sure. And then you lost the first two because you saw the same thing, the same narrative with Ward. Ward fought um, Kovalev, the first one. I thought he beat him the first one by a little bit. But people say, oh, man, that was such a close fight. He 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 lost that fight, blah, 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 blah. Fought him second time. Ward clearly beats him. There is nobody saying like, oh, well, Ward lost to Kovalev because he beat him the second one. Everybody was like, oh, you know, he he beat him twice. He beat Kovalev twice, blah, 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 blah. The narrative for Joshua, I think, is written. And unless he's able to recover just the, the mental makeup again and build that up and go up against the, the 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 top guys in the division and beat them, anything else he does in the sport Short of beating Usyk and Wilder and and Fury and Ruiz in a conv- in a convincing way, we don't care. We just don't. Man. And so, and so that that's why I think he should retire.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I didn't think you would get to this
2: point, man. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. I just been writing from you, bro. This is like, you know,
0: damn. Like, <laughs> um, let's do. Uh, you know, we're talking about the mental makeup. Let Let's talk about two guys that that in our minds have been fighting for ten years now. What feels like ten years? Are we ever gonna get a Spence Crawford fight? This is like what this this feels like a cheat like the Walmart version of, of uh Pacquiao Mayweather. Not even the Walmart. This feels like the like the DD's version of Pacquiao. Discount. Yeah. This is
2: like the the like the finest paredes, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like
1: bro.
2: <laughs> I even tweeted at those guys. I was like, yo, is this like gonna happen? Like I got the my Sala ready, like yeah.
0: Give me a date and, and nah. Like, but, let's just do it. Like, yeah. why don't you guys fight? Come on. Just just sign a contract. Figure it out. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying, man. Who would you have in, in that fight? <laughs> like, say they fight. Supposedly, the latest rumor was that, like, they were thinking of October, which I don't think that's possible. We're right in September. But
2: I I to around November in the, you know, in the Twitter share, but I'm like, great, can someone actually announce that? But um I think Crawford. Yeah. Crawford takes it. Yeah. No. I do like Spence though, and I I don't know. If you asked me a few months ago, I would have said I wanted Spence to win, but with them both being this way, it's like I just want to watch us a good fight, man. Like, I, you know, I just want like for the sake of boxing, like, can we just make this happen? And mm-hmm. like, you know, cause ugh. it's annoying talking to people like to, I'm going to go ahead and say casuals, but to casuals about boxing. And, and I've said this before, like in the UFC, most of the time they make the big fights like pretty quickly just because they don't wait around the way they do in boxing, and in boxing it's like, it's like, can we can we just like get a good fight so we can show people it's like hey we like look the two best guys <laughs> and, and actually got together and banged it out and we'll, you know we got a good fight but it's like I don't know it honestly feels like. I mean, we always talk about this guy, but Canelo is the only guy making these big fights like come to fruition. Yeah. Because we keep talking about the lightweights and it's like, yeah, it's all well and good that we pick favorites and like, you know, overhype, but it's like, when are we actually going to see them fight? Right. And the thing is that they're young, but when we talk about Spencer Crawford, it's like Crawford's like 34, I think, man. It's like probably going to be 35. Yeah, they're not that young. Come on, man so yeah they're, they're no spring chickens let's just let's just get the fight made and you know drinks on me you know but <laughs> please guys anybody somebody
0: yeah um is 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 Crawford still um like free agent right yes that's what makes it so frustrating because there's no reason for why this should be taking this long no reason yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, it's annoying, man. Um, let's um at, pre- at this point, do do we say like it's already going to be like mid-September?
1: Yeah.
2: It, what sounds reasonable, like December, November? Like, let's would, say they announce tomorrow. They they announce I would say this. Tomorrow.
0: No, I would say November, right? Just because I don't think Canelo fights in November. I don't think he's fighting three times this year. And if he were to fight, he would do the November twentieth date. But I don't think he's fighting. You know, I'd be surprised if he fights in November.
2: You know, he'd do like a little tune-up fight in December. You know, like a little like like when he fought Rocky Fielding.
0: The only problem with that is he's he would open himself up for a lot of heat. But also, it or depends. Soon. It depends on. the fight turns out on saturday if he if it's if it's easy work of golefkin he almost has to uh, not that he has to but it would kind of be weird if he doesn't like take on like Benavides or something right like yeah like it'd be weird if he does takes care of easy work
2: like, oh, I'm going to take a layoff after easy work. And, it's like, and well, then he
0: just fights like some random guy. Like, that would be weird if he were to do yeah. that. Because he'd be like, well, why don't you just fight Benavides and get him out of the way?
1: Yeah.
0: But I don't think Definitely. he fights after, so I don't think he fights the rest of the year. Personally, I, I just don't see okay. it. Um, but speaking of Canelo, let's uh let's preview his fight on Saturday. He's going up against Gennady Golovkin. It's the third fight. Um, it's the best rivalry in boxing that we have. It's the best one we're gonna have for a while, I think, because these guys actually fight. Like I know Spence and Crawford supposedly don't like each other, but they haven't fought once. And these guys have at least, like, fought three times now. Um, Are you excited for this fight? Not really.
2: Um, Like, earlier today, I was scrolling. And I'm like, oh, the fight's this week. And I'm like, oh, it's this week. And I'm like, huh. Like, (laughs) even okay even with uh like with the plant fight for example i didn't think caleb was going to do as well as he did or that the fight was going to go as long as it did right i thought he was going to destroy it's funny the, the fight with billy joe and with caleb i expect them to be the other way around i thought yeah, he would me have too. Caleb out sooner and i thought sars was going to push him and it was going to be like a late 11 12 round knockout and they ended up being a little bit around which i was like oh that's that's funny that's ironic but um i wasn't excited for the caleb fight and then once they started smack talking and they had that little skirmish i was like okay this will be fun but with this one like and they try to push it they try to sell it but i'm just like i don't believe it i i think canelo's gonna light work like like there's a clip that i saw of triple g talking about uh you know that overhand right that Canelo landed in the first fight that landed flush, yeah, on Triple G's chin. But at the same time, Triple G was already expecting it, so he was already waiting to like exactly, up. yeah, right. And so they they got Triple G's thoughts on that punch, and he said it felt like a slap. But I'm like, let's let's keep the energy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, it's like. He hasn't looked too hot in his last couple fights, and he's he's forty now. So it's like, at this point, I don't even get mad. I'm just like, all right, like this, like I'm looking at Triple G. I'm like, this is gonna suck for you, man. Like this is gonna, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, okay, I'm not even gonna watch the fight. I can't watch it. I'm gonna be playing somewhere that night. So it's like, I'll be looking at my phone for like the round by round analysis from somebody.
0: All right, I got you. I'll be tweeting. No, I'll be and, tweeting.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll be looking for the tweets. So it's like I'll be very surprised if I see like
1: I don't think it's gonna go to a decision. Do you think it goes to a decision? I hope not. I I think and
2: I hope he's gonna knock him out like late, like maybe like 9th, tenth.
0: Can I tell you something? Go ahead. I'm really nervous. Really? I'm really nervous. Why? Germ, you're scaring me. What the heck? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, and I don't know if it's that I can't get, like, Canelo not being able to, I don't know if it's a combination of me hating the Bivouk game plan so much that i was just like man like are you guys taking this serious
1: oh
2: i know what you mean okay i don't know
0: if it's like if these guys are gonna show up and have this mentality of like my name is yeah like my name is canelo so i'm gonna be able to like Do whatever I want because my name is Canelo and I'm gonna win. But I am very nervous for this fight, very nervous, and it's weird because I think, and maybe it is just a little fight, but I do think Canelo could beat him. He should beat him. He should knock him out. This shouldn't be close. He should take care of him. Especially the Golovkin that we've seen in the last few. uh, the last few, um, the last few fights, but my, I'm just nervous that Canelo will
2: take him too lightly.
0: Yeah, that he's just taking the foot off the gas. That he's, he's cool with being famous, and he, you know, he, he loves golf, and he's really good at golf, and he feels like golf is his, uh, his, his calling now, and that's his favorite hobby, and, and. I don't know, like, uh, the fact that Eddie just lost all the fighters he had, or most of them. Um, the game plan that Valdez had for Shakur Stevenson was weird, too. Like, all these things that I'm just like, so what is going on in that? Ca-? And maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe Saturday you're night.
2: The- <laughs> you're letting me them- pop. <laughs> wow. I, I hear none of that,
0: man. no. No. Uh, so I, I hope all of this is wrong And I'm tweeting this apology tweet to Eddie On Saturday And Canelo's still <laughs> the guy I'm obviously going all in Canelo Canelo's my guy forever But
2: Relax, Ger, relax.
0: I am very nervous As you can tell Very nervous And I'm not <laughs> nervous of Golovkin It's not Golovkin that scares me
2: Right you're, you're worried that Canelo's gonna shoot himself in the foot and Do something stupid Yeah
0: Cause that's what I think happened against Bivol I don't think Bivol looked good. He was fine, but I think if Canelo goes in there, jabs him, goes to the body, I think we Canelo wins that fight. I do believe. I believe that. I've but I've seen that fight way too many times. But um, I just I don't know. Just something about this fight makes me really nervous. There he goes, (sighs) and he's just like ah, you know. Man, Thank you for I, your support. View you on Mexico, like... I think, um, is, he, is, he, is he still vegan, Dino? Is he eating meat? I don't, I don't think... I don't know. I don't think so.
2: Wish, so I, that's, that's got nothing to do with it, man. That's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> also, real quick, because you asked yeah, me once, like... Yeah when I brought up the vegan thing and I was like, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of products that are vegan. And so I'm going to Google some real quick okay. because I want, yeah, I want to
1: go that up for you, you know, like, okay. Let's see. Okay. Kyrie Irving is Kyrie Irving is vegan? What the okay,
0: heck? well, Kyrie Irving is not a
2: good example
0: for for this.
2: Let's see. That makes Dedev, DeAndre Jordan, Javale McGee, Chris Paul. Okay. For for some guy, okay. Also, can can we say that Brady is pretty much like he's he's in the vegan realm? Like, you know what I mean? I think he rarely eats certain. Of meat, like it's very limited, and Brady looks fantastic.
0: But, but Tom Brady is a, is a he's an alien, Tom Brady is not human,
2: true, true. Someone dropped him off 40 some years ago and yeah, forgot to pick him up. But uh, okay, back, but back to your fears, let me call your fears here, germ. Okay, with Valdez against Shakur, okay. realistically, with the way Shakur fights. Is there any game plan that Eddie could have implemented for Valdez to win that fight?
0: Okay, well, not to win, but for him to look better, right? To make it look, to make
2: it harder on Stevenson, but it's like, like...
0: I don't know. Like if you're a top trainer, you're gonna make it. You're gonna make Stevenson work. Yeah, like. Valdez was just like like, dude do you know what you're doing in there like do you know you're fighting like did you just find out right now that you're fighting Stevenson like it just seemed like he went in there with like zero like game plan zero yeah
2: <sighs> I, think I, don't know. <laughs> I think the weight is going to play into it and Canel going to feel amazing at 168 and this is Triple G's Is this the second time at 168? Was the last time at 168 with with the Japanese guy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So Triple D's got to be a little funky at 168. I hope
0: you're right. I hope I hope you gotta work here.
2: Come on, positive thoughts. Let's go. You know, like (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean though. It it uh, like it you know, Canel could very well. In a parallel universe, be about to have a Rocky Three moment for sure. You know,
0: like I'm just I'm just nervous. That's it. I I wouldn't be genuine if I'm here. Like, oh Canelo, let's go! Woo. Like he's gonna be crowned. You know, yeah. Like, it, it just wouldn't be genuine. Um, no, you're you're being honest.
2: I appreciate that. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And like, I, I,
0: I just
2: a small part of me does like. Like in the back of my head, part of me feels that way. Like what you just said. Not yeah. the, not the training, but just like the, like, like, this entire time, Canel would said, I don't want that fight with Triple G. Why should I fight him again? Yeah. That kind of bothered me a little bit at that time when he was saying that. So I don't know. Maybe Canel's trying to hype himself into the fight by saying all the, uh, um, you know he was saying, like, oh, like, Triple G made it personal last time. Like, he talked a lot of crap. Like, it's like, do you believe that, bro? Or are you just saying that's still a fight?
0: You know, like. Well, that's how I feel, like. Yeah. Triple G's been making it personal. Yeah. You
2: know what's missing? I need Abel Sanchez here to talk crap, too. That's what it is. <laughs>
0: I <need you. laughs> that's what it it is we're missing him (laughs) who who would have thought Abel Sanchez we would be missing Abel Sanchez
2: I know dude yeah
0: but at this point Abel Sanchez would probably be badmouthing Golovkin the way things ended over there oh yeah (laughs) because at the end Abel Sanchez Abel Sanchez pretty much said Canelo won the second fight and that's where a lot of the rift happened remember because he was like oh well he pretty much said Galefkin didn't follow the game plan. So Yeah. Um shout out to Abel Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> wherever he is,
2: wherever he's training, yeah. Uh,
0: he's somewhere <laughs> in Big Bear. Just, just those, are, those are good
2: times, man. <laughs> the all those press conferences and the weigh-ins and
1: it's like, damn, is Abel fighting or like where's Gennady at? Like, like... <laughs>
0: Oh, man, that's that's funny. Um, but our prediction – so what's your prediction? You think eight or nine round? Canelo will take – knockout?
2: Ten, knockout. Canelo knocks him out. I'm sticking with that, Jerome. That's it. I don't want you – like, but, you
0: know. I'm going to go Can- Canelo decision. Unanimous? No, no. Can- Canelo – a more Canelo unanimous decision, but I think he. I'm hoping, it's a it's a like convincing unanimous like where. Yeah, yeah.
2: like by the end of the fight, where like you feel bad for Triple G, like damn, look at his no, face. No, I'm not. Like, I'm
0: never gonna feel bad for Triple G, but. Well, you uh, you
2: know what I mean though. It's like damn, like like he really looks. He physically yeah. looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's go <laughs> you know, bad for Triple G. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> oh. There's no way um let's do so let's let's end the pod today with uh some some nfl stuff we had week one of the nfl right now the the broncos lost to the to the seahawks russell wilson went into seattle and got booed and then he lost so that was typical seattle win they won 17 16 like they they play like the weirdest games and the 49ers, yeah. the 49ers play them next week. I do not feel great about that because Seattle has had our numbers for a few years now. So oh god, I am Who's not I, I... Seattle these days. What happened? Who's playing QB for Seattle these days? Geno Smith. Geno, okay. Geno Smith. It... Wow. Russell Wilson today. Yeah, so um, some so. so I'll throw I'll throw some quick stuff at you, some stuff that stood out over the weekend, um, and then you, you let me know what you think. Um, so here we go. Well, let's start with the Bills. Thursday night, the Bills. Everybody's been smoking, been, been has been blowing smoke up the Bills' butt. Everyone. Yeah. All these experts have pretty much the Bills penciled in to win the Super Bowl. Thursday night starts. And they kind of played the part and they beat up on the Rams. Beat up on the Rams. Your boy, your boy Matthew Stafford just I I can somebody tell him that he has like other guys besides Cooper Cup on his team? Like, I don't know. I just kept everyone just kept telling me how this guy's a winner now, just cause he won in uh one. Last year, even though he, like, almost gave the Super Bowl away, Watt was just dying to give the 49ers a game in the NFC Championship game, was dying to give the game away to Brady. Um, anyway, but apparently he's a winner now. And he he just, it's like you're playing like your little brother, and your little brother just keeps passing it to the same guy over and over. And you're like, you do know you have, like, there's other buttons on the control besides X. There's all these other buttons that you can push to all these other guys, and then Josh Allen just was amazing. Von Miller um, still is explosive. The Bills are for real.
2: Yeah, man. Okay, so I saw Josh Allen like step arm one of the safeties, and this one, this when the game was close. This is because I, yeah. I I eventually I I left. I started watching the game when it was like 17 to 10, I think, and the bills were
0: okay.
2: up. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, it's it's looking pretty, pretty kind of close, you know, like you never know.
1: Yeah.
2: And then when I was driving home at night, I asked Siri, I was like, hey, Siri, like, you know, who won the game? 31 to 10. And I was like, oh wow, like they, they they're those guys, you know. And um they they look really sound, man. Like Stefan mm-hmm. Diggs, Josh Allen, and even the defense, like, I was just like, ooh, okay, you know? Um, at, at the same time, it's week one. So week one is when we started making these kind of, like, these yep, bold predictions. For sure. Some of them do stick.
1: Yep.
2: Some of them don't. The, there have been seasons where, like, a team gets hot for, like, the first six or so games, and then they end up, like, you know, nine and seven. or So it's like, you know, Mm-hmm. let's take it with a grain of salt but they, they it looks like they're picking up right where they left off last season so yeah I and I I mean I'm sure no one is I know the Bills went to the Super Bowl like four times in a row in the 90s right I
1: think? Mm-hmm. yeah
2: so it's looking like we're entering a new era where like these guys are gonna be around for a while and Josh Allen's that young quarterback so who would have thought? In our lifetime, the bills—the bills are you For know real? like legitimate bills mafia. You're like, damn, like these guys are dangerous. You know, a so, monster.
0: Yeah. And in the Rams, Rams fans, I know a lot of them. So Rams fans, yeah. Thank you. Thank can you. you like please tone it down? It's opening night. They're presenting the the trophy to you. They're unveiling the the banner, and your team has to do a silent count in your own stadium because the opposing team is too loud. <sighs> come on, come on! Don't talk to me about how much you love your football team. The fact that you the other team has to do your team, your team has to do a silent count at home is embarrassing. Um, anyway, Sunday. The Eagles are a team in the NFC that they're getting a lot of smoke up their butt, and they took care of business, but not it. Like that game got really hairy versus the Lions towards the end, but they won. So, you know, we'll, we'll they, they live on another day. My 49ers just fell flat on their face. I, if you read my Twitter, you go read my Twitter, German 4. i used to love jimmy jimmy handsome jimmy i i i went a war for jimmy and last year last year i was like you know what jimmy you're very handsome you're dreamy your eyes are you're very handsome man jimmy but i don't think you're the guy i don't i don't think you're him to lead us to the super bowl but I've always been consistent about Trey Lance. I am not a Trey Lance fan. I haven't checked the coolie. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't buy it. I don't think we should have traded all those picks to move up. I think we should have if you're gonna draft a quarterback in that draft, I think I I said I would I wanted Mac Jones. That's who I wanted. Yeah. I am I think this team is too good to not do anything good this year. So I'm not going to react and say, oh, the Niners are in trouble. And then Trey Lance, you know, did a lot of dumb mistakes, but that defense, the defense was kind of lame in the game and, and Kittle wasn't there and it was ra- like, it, it was raining. It, it's really hard to judge and harsh. It would be really harsh to judge Trey Lance on that game. I'm I'm hoping that I am wrong on Trey Lance and he becomes what everyone in 49 er universe that strength the kool-aid if you if you read 49er twitter you would believe that trey lance is like like patrick holmes yeah yeah i don't see that i but again i'm i'm hoping this is like i'm wrong and i'm hoping yeah yeah the 49ers win three Super Bowls with trey lance and every time i'm happy somebody's like hey didn't you hate trey lance and i'm like yes i did hate trey lance and i was wrong i would wear that like proudly that i was wrong on trey lance We'll see, but the Niners yeah. lose to to the Bears, and uh,
2: didn't running back get hurt too? Like, yeah, back?
0: Elijah Mitchell went out. There was this guy in fantasy. I, I drafted George Kittle. He wanted me. He wanted to give me Elijah Mitchell for Kittle, and I was like, I don't, I just don't think Elijah Mitchell is going to play enough this season, and then he gets hurt. So thank God I didn't make that trade. <laughs> 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 I didn't even know he was gonna get hurt, but I just I just had a feeling he wasn't gonna play more than eight games. And now he's out for two months. So um and then the Steelers and Bengals had a wild game. I think the Bengals got robbed. There was a touchdown that they didn't allow. Um, but the Steelers won. Joe Burr uh, they took out his appendix and he just didn't look all that great. Uh, but it's week one. I think a lot of this, like like you said, you know, we're gonna have a lot of crazy. How long takes. ago did they take out his appendix? You know, a week ago, two weeks ago, very oh, recent.
2: that's that's brutal, man. That's yeah. like
0: yeah, fairly recent. You remember
2: when Sam? Did did you know when Sammy got his taken out? Like, no, I didn't. Yeah, Sammy, dude, Sammy, like almost died, dude. Like he, oh, um, yeah, he he was hanging out with some buddies and started throwing up, and then like stomach pain. And so he was with Heido. I don't know if you ever met Heido, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. they they called my dad. They're like, "Hey, Sammy's not feeling too hot," so they brought him home <laughs> to the house in Whittier. Yeah, and I remember I was with David Vasquez. I was at a rehearsal or something, right? And they were like, "Oh, your brother's going to the ER," and I'm like, "What the heck?" And then um, my dad had to carry him out of the car. Sammy couldn't walk; like the pain was so much, and he um. He lost his eyesight. like He was blind for what? a few minutes. Yeah, dude. So then they take him to the ER. And of course, they make you sign a bunch of paperwork. And you're just sitting there. And Sammy's like in agony. And my dad actually got kind of mad. And, and he started going off on the like the people in the ER. He's like, can someone help my son, please? Like, you know, like. So they, they're like, all right. So they helped him out. His appendix had burst. <sighs> and when that thing burst, like, basically, like, it's almost like poison could spread in your body. Yeah. and so they told me they were like you were like a couple hours away from just being too far gone from being dead oh and my god yeah so but they you know they, they took it out they stitched them up and i visited him in the hospital once mm-hmm. and he was like a grouchy old man because of the pain like he was just like irate the whole time <laughs> his girlfriend at the time was like feeding him like <laughs> like
1: he's
2: like Boon feeding him like a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, like, yes. Like, no, like, thank you. Like, oh, like, no, thanks. But he was just like, yes. Like, he was so, man, a week ago, bro, Joe Burrow, I mean, Joe Burrow is that guy. Like, it's super tender after you get it stitched up and everything. So it's like, I can't imagine it feels nice if someone hits you there, too. Oh, man. Yeah, quick little story right there. Yeah, 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 Sam.
0: (laughs) Ask him about that. Yeah, dude, he was
2: grouchy. (laughs)
0: Oh man, um, <laughs> that's funny. Your uh, your Patriots.
1: Ah yes,
0: your Pat's lost to the Dolphins. Um, <sighs> shit, what, is it time for Bill to like hang it up? Okay, hot take here. Oh, here we go. Not a, okay. All right, not hot take, but medium take. Medium take.
2: Yeah. You know when Brady, like, left the Pats a couple years ago and people were like, oh, is it Bill or is it Brady? And some guys were like, oh, it's half and half. And it's like, if you look at Bill's resume pre-Brady. It's not good. It's not that good. Let's go back to when he was with the Browns. I think he had, like, one winning season with the Browns. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's the Browns. You know, I'll cut you some slack. But one season, one winning season. I think they won like eleven and five, and then he had a couple good years with Bledsoe. But they they never got you know, they never yeah. did the thing with Bledsoe. But Bledsoe was good, and Brady comes along, and we had that. I think it was two thousand nine. Matt Castle Brady goes down. Matt Castle plays. They go eleven and five, and everybody they don't make the playoffs. Like, oh, so. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly, and then it's like. But somehow that gives that gives people enough ammunition to be like, oh, they don't need Brady. And at that point, Brady only has, I think, three or four Super Bowls until he wins the, the other three that he has now.
0: Well, can you imagine to say, like, he only has three Super Bowls? Exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I remember arguing
2: with mm-hmm. people, and I'm like, you could compare him with Joe Mon- He's got three already. I'm like, he's not even, like... I think he had three quicker than anybody else got to three. Oh so my God.
1: yeah.
2: And the thing is that as time goes by, once Brady left the Pats and he was with you know with the Bucks, now people were like, Oh, well, now we're gonna find out, is it Bill? And it's becoming even more apparent and the gap is growing ever larger that it's Brady. And mm-hmm. Brady was the winner in college too. They didn't want him in college, but I think Brady was like twenty and five at Michigan. Yeah. And they didn't want him to start sometimes, but he kept like digging them out of holes. So it's like Brady's been a winner, a consistent yeah. winner, say what you will. And Bill's not looking, the pass ain't looking too hot, man. Bill's not looking too hot. So it's like, would you be, would you say I'm crazy if I say it's like 60, 40, 70, 30 in favor of Brady? Like, I, I don't know. Is that an outlandish
0: number, 60 40?
2: That Brady Brady was the guy that was making things click.
0: No, not at all. I think that's fair.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm done with that. That's it.
0: (laughs) Um, the Falcons choked again. They they were up at one point, I think like twenty six to ten, and they lose to the Saints. Um.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. They choke again.
0: Those that's that's so crazy. They they need like an exorcism or something. Um. (laughs) The Packers, they let go of Devontae Adams and they just look like a team that didn't have Devontae Adams. They looked awful. Devontae Adams had more receiving yards than, than all the the whole wide receivers. Yeah. That's, that's going to be interesting. Everyone's saying the Packers are going to be the top team in the NFC. I don't know. I mean, you got to score points obviously to win and that offense looked awful. Um, the Chargers
2: beat the Raiders.
0: They beat the Raiders. Car looked terrible. I don't know. That's going to be fun. Uh, and then we get Chargers Chiefs this this Thursday. That's going to be one heck of a matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the Cardinals uh, just you know wet the bed versus the Chiefs. The Bucks totally embarrassed the Cowboys. Dak is out. There's rumors that they're going to try to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. So we'll see how that turns out. All in all, I think it was a pretty good week one of the NFL. Um, my Super Bowl pick before the season was uh, the Bills versus the 49ers. The 49ers winning the Super Bowl. Um <sighs> so we'll see. Hopefully, wow. hopefully I'm able to celebrate a Super Bowl this year. But um that's that's that that was week one of the NFL.
1: Yeah. Did you see that? Um
2: Going back to the Bills-Rams, I guess years ago, Jalen Ramsey tweeted that he didn't like I, the pick for Josh Allen.
0: Yeah, he was going to oh, be a bad quarterback oh. or whatever. And then it looked yeah. like Josh Allen, like, teabacked him or something. <laughs> There's a clip yeah. where he's, like, and, and <laughs> The song
2: was wrong like, with him after, like, every catch. They were just, yeah. like, oh, man. I love that uh, energy so from
0: QBs. I love it yeah. when they do love it Ugh. um but that's uh, that's that's what we got for you guys today some boxing hot takes and uh some NFL so canelo Saturday hopefully he comes up and then uh we'll uh, we'll jump on we'll jump on a, to to review it hopefully it's a uh, a happy pod hopefully it's a you telling me oh, I was overreacting, and hopefully it's not a a like should Canelo retire type of podcast because that would be any uh, oh. unprecedented. Oh. Well, I mean, if he were to lose, if he were to lose, like it'd be weird. It'd be very weird.
1: Yeah.
2: See, but I gotta imagine that. Canelo knows that as well. He's got to know that as well. That if, dude, if I screw this up, if if I don't know, right? You would think. Yeah. You would think Canelo's mean, thinking. Yeah. If no. I lose to this Saturday.
0: Damn it, John! You like got in my <laughs> head, bro. <with> <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so Canelo fight Saturday. Watch the fight. We're Team Canelo forever on this podcast. And uh, we'll see how it turns out. David, it was good to see you. I'll talk to you soon. For the Arizona podcast, follow us on Instagram. Yes. And uh, rate when you subscribe. Until next time. See you later.